What's going on guys? Welcome to a new season of Creative in Focus and kicking the season off, we have a very beautiful and talented person in the studio. Yeah, so, enough flattering. <laughs> Alright, so um, yes, please introduce yourself. So hey guys, my name is Joanna Joseph. I am 23 years old. I'm currently doing my diploma in Tesla at MSU Shalam, also a freelance model, upcoming actress. Hopefully oh. out of Malaysia one day also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was so surprised you said you're 23. Why oh, I look very old? Ah. No, because I thought you are younger than me. Because I remember the first time we met, you said you were like 20 plus. I was 21 something. Mm-hmm. Right, I was like, wow, you same age as me? <laughs> people think I'm older normally. So Yeah, people think I'm married with kids. Are you? No. <laughs> not married, not with kids. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, most of you guys who don't know Joanna, right? Joanna is actually being covered a lot in social media for a particular reason. And we don't want to cover that because... It's, it's been covered too much. Yeah. Too much, really. Too much, too much. So, but we want to tackle something. Uh, because she's an uh, experienced model. Uh, you've, you've done like a lot of pageants, uh, fashion shows, right? Yep. So, how was it? Um, I had very bad experiences, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> very good experiences, but I think it's normal lah, when you normally start off something, right? I feel like you're normally bad at it and then over time you become good at it. So I'm not going to lie, I sucked at first. I, um, it was really hard for me to catwalk and, you know, do my makeup and everything. But then like eventually I kind of got the, got the move of it lah, you know? And um, there's a lot of things be in the industry which people outside don't know, I feel. A lot of political stuff, you know, things that go behind closed doors. Not sure if I should be talking about this. So. We're gonna be talking about that. Woo, gossips. Alright. So, uh, because we actually uh, interviewed uh, another model, commercial model, but he's more foreigner, like not, not a local model. So, we want to get like a like an input from a local model that has went through international model with international brands as well. So we want to know what, what is all the gossip-gossip sessions. You can like and spill some tea for you. <laughs> so um, here's an article that I read a uh, few weeks ago before this recording is that they say that women earn less than female models. Like, the, is there still sexism going on in the modeling industry? Do you think it's true? Um, I would say it's true in a way because I feel like in the modeling industry, the female market has a lot of competition. So everyone is just waiting to like, you know, race with each other to the top. So it's quite difficult, like to, to choose also is quite hard. And there's a lot of pretty women outside there. Like even I face difficulties nowadays, you know, we are aging. So maybe back then my market was high. Now my market is slowly, slowly dropping. So you got to keep up with that, with the race with other models to always keep doing something, content or photo shoot, especially now during the MCO. You know, I think everything has been really tough for a lot of people. So, um, it's been quite difficult. Lah. You're sitting at home, you can't do much, but then you still have to come out with something. So you have to do home-based shoots, home-based content. It's not only about modeling at this point, it's about other stuff as well. But what do you mean like other stuff? Like, What kind of content do you think a model should be doing? Um, like I follow this model on Instagram. Her name is Hamil Patel. And she's this really creative person. If you go check out, she has a lot of shoots in her house which she does herself she has no photographer she has no one so the whole setup and everything is in her own house with her own camera she just sets the timer and the pictures are the bomb so i kind of got inspiration from her a bit lah to do something and um kind of worked out i mean not as good as her lah but you know it's somehow something like that lah you know and then a lot of people tend to move slowly into like okay skincare brands okay this is my morning routine you know this is what i do for my face and all so that's how it has been going lately during the mco but before that, I think 
you know, the usual uh, people will ask for your com card and then like you have to send your com card and wait for a response and then they'll be like, I'm so sorry, you're not selected, you know, we, we need a certain criteria and everything and sometimes we just don't fit the criteria, so it's quite hard. Lah. Male models, I think there are very less male models in the industry if you ask me compared to female. Oh, is that why the competition is quite low, is it? Well, can say, can say. I mean, how many male models have you seen out there lately? Uh, young, young, best, I, I, best. I'm a dude, so I don't see male models. <laughs> Just for disclaimer. Fine, fine. But then, like, yeah, male models are not that much. There's only a handful. So they really have no choice in the other day. You know, like, okay lah, can lah, you know, that kind of thing. But when it comes to female models, there's so many. So the selection, the picking and everything is quite difficult. Like, you really have to, you know sit down and pick someone. So it's quite hard lah, I'm not gonna lie lah. It's been really bad for me also. So. Especially the 2020. I mean 2020 has been like quite hard. <sighs> yeah, it's like really coming to an end really. It's cancelled. <laughs> like a lot of things got cancelled. Yeah. A lot, a lot of things. The especially whole year is a cancelled year. Like. Yeah, especially for the models who are in the fashion industry. You know, there's a lot of fashion label got like closed down so I feel bad for them lah true even Victoria's Secret I heard is doing pretty badly and yeah a few other Forever 21 big brands are actually shutting down worldwide mm. because they're not getting enough of you know people buying online buying is also quite bad mm. like I think we all prefer to somehow go there and shop uh. compared to online but because of the pandemic now we have to go online shopping and everything and not many people get to go out lah you know how the SOP is here right uh. you stand outside your house you can summon 1000 so <laughs> <laughs> shading someone <laughs> Sorry, PDRM. Not. I mean, I'm just speaking the truth facts. Yeah, true lah, true la. I don't think they'll be listening to this. If they are, please sponsor me. Thanks. <laughs> they sponsor you jail time lah. Oh. <laughs> okay. So um, just so that people who's listening to you, right? Most of them they don't know what you have accomplished before this, so that they can actually know that hey, you know what? I should be listening to Joanna. So uh, just share like few achievements that you actually achieved in the past. Okay, so my biggest achievement, I would say, back to that, the, the main thing would be my weight loss. For To cut it extremely short, like, I used to be really fat last time. I used to be 104 and then I reduced to about 53. And then I joined a pageant and then my story became viral. So that's how everybody got to know me. Like What pageant was it? It was Miss Salango, uh, 2016. And you were the winner? Yeah. Alright guys, see there is a possibility, you know? There is, like, um, I, I still remember because they were finding for someone for their for their perfect kind of, you know, winner, pageant winner. And then like when I joined for fun, you know, I, I knew nothing about pageants. I just simply joined without knowing anything. And the next thing I know, they're like, oh my god, okay, you're in, you know, we're gonna crown you. And I'm like, yo, yo, what the hell, you know, like, I haven't, I'm not really that experienced. I don't know how to represent a particular state. So the, the pressure was so intense, lah, honestly. And then wow. like when my story went quite out there and everyone knew who I was and then I had to compete for the national pageant, I think there was a lot of jealousy inside and people weren't really happy, lah, you know, like I, I had no friends. Like, it's, like, it's like an underdog coming in, stealing the prize. Something like that. Lah. I don't, I mean, I'm like a very friendly, jovial person. I like talking to people and everything. But then like when I went... That's true, guys. That is very true. <laughs> She, the way we met, right, she actually DM me, it's like, hey, can you do a photo shoot? I'm like, ah, wow, a model asking me for DM, it's just like, yeah, this I like is the first time. New people, you know, I always like exploring, that's me. I don't like to see like, oh, status. I think some, a lot of people look at like, oh, I can't, people need to approach me, I can't approach people. But yeah. I'm like the opposite, I like approaching people, I'm like, let's work together, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like that lah. So when I went for the pageant, it was a bit messed up, I had no friends, people started talking shit behind my back and then mm. like the, the usual drama, yeah. women. I mean, I mean, okay, uh, for the people who's listening and watching this from the YouTube, right, um, most of them, like, okay, I have some people, my friends, they want to join modeling as like a career, like commercial model, being a talent, but they don't know that there's like a lot of 
bad side, negative side. Oh no, guys! If you're planning to join, um, please join. Just because I'm saying things, don't be like, oh my god, I'm not going to join. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard industry, lah. Not gonna yes. lie. I think everything that we do, even not only modeling, other stuff, yeah. there are political stuff behind yes. it. That, that means you have to agree that uh, creative industry in Malaysia is quite hard to enter. And once you're there, you need to be covering all the dark side of the creativity and the and the. Light side or bright? Bright side. The bright side, yeah. Light side, lah. <laughs> But whatever that comes with pros, of course, has cons. There's always a cons, lah. So, um, I just want to ask you, like, what were the cons when you first started? Let's say you you're a newbie, right? Since you say you have no friend, what were the cons you were experiencing? Um, there was a lot of criticism. I feel like people, I I wasn't used to criticism. So this is the one thing I feel like people should be very open to when they are in the modeling industry. There will be people who are going to come and criticize you. Like um, I think that you should lose weight. I think that you should gain wow. weight. I think that you should grow your boobs. You know, I had people telling me that like it's too small, it's too big. You need wow. to be a size this, size that, and There will be a lot of people that come and tell you all this lah, so you shouldn't like take it to heart and be all down about it. You should actually take it positively, or pro- probably just ignore lah. Just be like, ha, okay. Like the whole key to this whole thing is just being like, okay, all the time. Like, okay, I accept it. Moving on. Okay, okay, okay. You know, that's just it. So that's one thing. Criticism. Another thing is, of course, you'll get the backlash from the public lah when you. I mean, Malaysia is a pretty not open country. I think we both know yeah, that. Yeah, but we we all say it's open country, but it's. It's not like yeah, it's not like you're not allowed to do what you want to do. Yes, you know, and sometimes you just want to do shoots which you feel that are comfortable in, maybe a lingerie shoot, bikini yeah. shoot, and then boudoir shoots. Yeah, I love stuff like that because when it comes to boudoir, to me, it's very body confidence kind of thing for yeah. me. Especially since I went through the transformation, right? Yeah. I kind of like feel that when I'm doing shoots like that, it makes me happy with my body. But then when you post stuff like that online, especially being an Indian, the Indian community Ooh. is very um. Unaccepting. Yes. <laughs> so the minute you do that, they're like, "Oh my gosh, she's a slut. She's a bitch. She sleeps with everyone." That that thing will yes. come out if you are a model. Automatically, people will say you sleep around. So you gotta just like know that one thing, lah. Um, I think when it comes to like Indian, this is the stereotype among Indians, which I've been hearing ever since I got in. I'm not sure when it comes to like the the Malay side of the industry or the Chinese side of the industry because I think they have it much more, you know, cooler, chiller. But then when it comes to Indian, everything is like, oh, you're bringing on the Indian name, you're doing this, you're doing that. Like recently, I did a sari shoot and like I was just wearing a crop top with a sari and that went viral and people started bashing like, oh, you're bringing down the Indian culture by putting this. How? I mean, how? Okay lah. You know what they say, right? If you put fuel to the haters, they keep hating on you. I mean, like, truth be told, lah. What is the problem in that? Like, it's good. I mean, how? I, I no, but it. how do you bring down the Indian race? Like, those of you who don't know, I'm actually Indian as well. I'm a mix, but I'm not sure how do they bring. I mean, bringing that as Indian. They include culture and everything. I believe you know, like when when you're including something about the sari, which is something to do with them, you know, culture and everything. They stand like, oh, you are, you know, you're you're bringing our Indian name down because of models like you. People are gonna look down on us, kind of thing. So the most, the most, I just try to ignore all the negativity. I try to do what I want to do in the end of the day. Like it used to get to me a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I used to see all the comments and be like, eh. but then like now, I I kind of just I'm like I grew a thick skin. So in the modeling industry, you have to grow a thick skin over you and just be like, people will hate lah, you know. And I still want to do what I want to do, so we're going to keep progressing. <laughs> that that is true lah, but yeah, uh, that is true. There's a lot of like discrimination, especially because we're hearing from you, right? You say there's you people backlash you. There's a lot of backlash, right? It's so weird because when I interviewed the male model, there wasn't any kind of things thing. It's just the only concern was he was getting paid a lot. He was not getting paid a lot, or maybe they were fighting, or maybe he was cheating, or maybe something like that. 
But I ne- this like legit. If you listen to the previous podcast where I a model, uh, I interviewed Rohan. He's a commercial model. There wasn't any of this like backlash. Oh, you should be like you know changing your boob size. Oh, you should be wearing this. Yeah, it's kind of weird lah. Like for a female model to like, like do you think sexism plays a lot in the modeling? It does. It does. I feel like um, women tend to get get it more than men lah because men. It is not only in the modeling industry. I think in everything. Everything yes. Right in everything, like women tend to get the, the more pressure, the more people. Expecting expectations are higher, but when it comes to men, it's always chill, laid back, and you know, I I think it's also because of how things have been played down for generations and generations, like carried down kind Tato, of thing. Tatoks. Yeah, so people just follow that like, No one is just willing to break the stereotype of of that. You know, like a woman can do what she wants to do, yeah. can be what she wants to be. Yeah. So that's just that. And male male models, of course. They, they, you show your body. The body is the main thing for a male model, yes, I believe. Yes. You know, like you need to have like really tan six packs six or pack. built, like a lean body, lah. Yeah. So and you have the height, and that's just it. Like it's so simple. You don't need to wear heels. You don't need to like makeup. Makeup, <laughs> yes. got, lah. A bit, a bit. A bit, lah. Like a very, very small makeup. Yeah, la. but that's just it. You know, it's very simple. But when it comes to a female model, you need to have like the perfect body shape, size, this, that, and you need to be able to fit in. And the measurements play a very important role. And then, like everything about a woman's part of modeling is like really, really precise mm. compared to a man. So it's more harder if you ask me. <sighs> That is hard, lah. But you know, um, I'm not being like totally negative. But I've seen a positive side to it, like people embracing their, their, their body the way it's. But because I've seen a lot of like micro creatives, like creating content based on like loving their body, loving the um, what's the scratch marks? Yeah, scratch marks. So on, so on. so. I, I believe. It will change as long as like you know we educate the public, yeah, the public lah about all of this. A lot of people need to start coming out and advocating on important stuff. Yes. You know, especially when it comes to pageants, I believe that people should stop that stereotype where like, oh, a beauty queen should only be like this. Yes. In the end of the day, I think it focuses more on the person compared to like how she looks like or how her body looks like. Mm-hmm. Because the person is going to carry the title and do something for the society. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to break that thing. I, I'm not sure if I can or not. Like, yeah, yeah. but in Malaysia, it's a bit difficult because if you notice, like Malaysia, Indonesia, Philippines, these are all like very competitive when it comes to pageants. Yeah. yeah. So they want to always send like the most stunning, the perf- perfect, the perfect queen. Yeah, and. I mean, again, it's all political. It's like how do you brand the country and how what the people bring, lah. So I mean, I get the point of the pageant, lah. Yeah, I mean, like Miss Universe did a fantastic job, and they actually yep. got a transgender into yes. one of yes. their yeah. competitions, right? That was like an eye opener. A lot of people were like, yeah. wow. If you if, if if I see that in Malaysia happening, I'll I'll, I'll try to accept. Okay, Malaysia is becoming a they open are. country. Let me just be super honest. I've been a judge before for like mm-hmm. pageants, but not like the big big one. You know, like the small small ones uh-huh. they have. And there have been like a mixture of women and also trans women in the pageant. So when I was the judge, I was actually really wowed by the trans women oh. because let's just face it, lah. Trans women really know how to walk. Yes. They know how <laughs> their body maintenance is top notch. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they they, they their talent wise is amazing. Sometimes somehow I feel like when it compares to women and trans women, they are way better in a lot of things. <laughs> being like super blunt okay. as a judge, lah. Okay, okay. So like I've always given high scores for them, but then like when the scores come back to me after all the they take the the, the chart and everything, yeah. yeah, it comes back different. And then when I ask them why, they're like, oh, we just want like to show that we're accepting, but then the winner has to be a woman. Uh, so you see, this is okay, like so I guess it's a very very good gossip gossip going on. Yeah. See, I mean that that's the hard truth about. 
I mean the industry lah. That's that's how it. There's not acceptance lah yeah. yet. I feel like in Malaysia, the whole LGBT community is very. Um, <laughs> you bring it up now, and everyone is just like, oh, haram. Yeah, But then, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's up to a person's choice on what they want to be in every yep. day. So, yep. yeah, that's that. Okay. So, um, coming back to the your journey about your weight loss and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I know that like you actually. There was a breaking because I I read through your stories and your articles, right? There was a breaking point why you decided to actually lose weight, and I'm not sure is it because you had a pageant? Did you enter the pageant after you lose weight or before you lo- losing weight? Um, I entered it after I lost weight, mm-hmm. and I lost weight. I was about the age of 15. I was still in school, mm-hmm. so the reason as to why I wanted to lose weight was because of all the bullying that yep, happened in yep, school and everything. Yep. I got just so sick of it, lah. I'm like, you know what? Let me just show all these idiots wrong. So it happened. I'm, I'm really glad it happened. But how long did it take to lose the weight? Though? About six months ish. It was, was actually wow. quite fast. Okay. Yeah, which is why a lot of people were like, oh my god, she did like, liposuction yeah. and she did surgery and blah blah blah. But then like I rarely went to school because of all the bullying. I'm always mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. So at home, I took the time and effort to actually like read up and do something about my weight and everything. Mm-hmm. So it really worked well, lah. Yeah. I think the only person that can vouch for me is my dad. Okay. Unfortunately, he's not here. Maybe he's outside, lah. Still waiting for you. Nah, I think he really left, lah. But he know because he saw like yeah. all the effort being put in and everything. So mm-hmm. when I was 18, I think when I joined Miss Lango, someone forced me to go for it, lah. They were like, "Give it a shot." Who la. was that special person? We need to name them. I don't know. I can't. You don't know? <laughs> oh my god! I think if the person is watching this, like. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that person also probably forgot lah, because I also okay, forgot. Okay. It's been quite a while already. But then, like, there's not only one person. A few people were like, I think you should just give it a shot, because mm-hmm. modeling was never in my, in my like dreams or anything. It wasn't my dream. I wanted to become something else. I wanted to become a veterinarian. <laughs> yeah, okay. total opposite of what I'm doing now. But then, like, since I said okay lah, you know, I just just see lah what's it about, and then it went really well for me. So I was like, okay, you know. Um, I guess when you take a step forward into something you don't really feel like doing, you never know where it leads to. Alright, okay. So, um, uh, yeah, concerning about that, you actually like opened up a new group. Is it a company or group or movement? Um, it's something more like a page lah. Okay. My future company, no okay. SSM or anything. I mean, yet. it's always a great start lah. I mean, this yeah. can be your beginning lah. Yeah, it's just like the the first start to forever. Mm. Hashtag so, so Justin what? Bieber. <laughs> so what was it about? Um, it's just like this company where I opened where I wanted to have like modeling classes and everything for people who wanted to join pageantry and everything open to both men and women so it's classes not only when it comes to pageants to runways as well so we teach them on runway walking pageant walking the difference and then like self-grooming how to take care of your body mm-hmm. how to do your simple makeup very simple stuff like that and um, of course they have to pay lah. you know we have uh, I mean uh What's the, what's the name of the page? It's called Live to Inspire. Live to Inspire. Okay, if you guys want to know, just check it out. Live to Inspire. <laughs> I put in the link description lah. If you if you guys want to check it out. Thank you. But yeah, but is is it because the reason why you started because, uh, you as yourself have gone through that journey and, uh, I don't think other than your father there was no one other other than, other than your father helped you in the journey right? Is that why you wanted to do this? Um, the only thing that I mean, the only person that helped was of course my dad. Yeah. Like my mom was like very unsupportive, yeah. you know, and music really helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, huge Justin Bieber fan, huge Linkin yeah, Park fan. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got two Bieber fans here. <laughs> so yeah, that helped me. And then um, later on, I felt like I, you know. 
to me anyone can be a model if you ask me it's just mm-hmm. about how you carry yourself you know the confidence you portray and everything and i feel like everyone has it within them so mm-hmm. you just need to break it out you need to break the insecurities and everything mm-hmm. so it's more also of a self esteem confidence coaching all in one la like, can okay. say class and everything okay. so um we accept everyone there's no age limit there is no um like How, Gender how you or whatever, like, like yeah, yeah, anyone can. Just anyone come who just really interested in modeling. Yeah, plus the price is also pretty reasonable. I don't really put like high mark price. Yeah, it's ten thousand ringgit, guys. <laughs> This is not the Hyman Skin Show. That you can head over to Hyman Skin's page if you have talent free promotions. But yeah, so um, besides that, we also do like conceptual photo shoots. The one no one pays. I don't pay them. They don't pay me. But it's something where like um, we come up with a con with a context like. Today we're going to talk about colorism. Mm. So when it comes to colorism, I'll be calling maybe about five dark-skinned women. This is what we did recently, lah. So five dark-skinned women, and then um they come to open up about their story, about what they've been through. Then we do a photo shoot to talk about it, so the news gets out, so something like that. Uh, yeah. So okay. we cover different topics, lah. Okay. Cool. 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 So if you guys are interested in you know doing modeling, uh, just hit. Joanna up or in the link description below uh, what's it again? Lift to Inspire Lift to Inspire alright cool so uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast um, so far we covered a lot about um, the harsh truth about modeling and this and that right here's another harsh truth that I just recently learned uh, Joanna suggested this uh, before the show which is you know he dragged me in <laughs> <laughs> you know um, you say that um, oh maybe if once you say that I kind of realized it is that Caucasian Okay, let's say Malaysian brands prefer more Caucasian models compared to their local models, or they get treated more fairly compared to local models. Why is that? Um, Android, do you think it's true? A hundred percent true because I'm in a lot of groups, you know, on WhatsApp, all the model job groups, and then like recently. Everything that they've ever wanted is Caucasian, Caucasian, Caucasian. Okay, like I understand, like you know, like um, this is one thing I realized when I'm in Malaysia, right? Everyone wants white people, but then when I am in like overseas US, for example, they always want Asian people. So I guess it works that way. Where when you're in a country where if someone looks different, you want that kind of person. Is that why all Malaysians are, are going out from Malaysia? <laughs> Probably. I, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm oh, gonna shit. fly out because I think opportunities are better overseas. Like to be very honest, very yeah. blunt. I mean, I mean, I think because of this, right? I feel like wow, Malaysians are losing a lot of creative people in in their own country because they're not giving a lot of opportunities to their locals. I mean, I've seen a lot of my my friends from my uni is right. They don't want to. Work here because of this particular reason. Exactly, and the pay is so less. Let me yeah. just be honest. Like, um, I I've been around people before where their pay is super super less, especially when it comes to not only models but productions as well. Yes, that they is. get. Yeah, they get paid really really low, and sometimes the payment comes after months. You know, they have to keep bugging the producer or whatever, saying like, um, can you pay? Can you pay? Can you pay? And then like it comes after a long time. Sometimes they'll cut your pay for yep. no reason and yep. everything. And our for modeling, I think our payment goes as low as eighty bucks. Yeah, 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Stand by 12 hours call time. Yeah, it's crazy, and people go for it because they just wanna be. They wanna do something. You know, they wanna have the opportunity to be on screen. As my an extra God. pun tak per. My God. Yeah, my shoots as well cost maybe about 200, 300. It's not like people think like oh model is like yeah. she earns millions. No, it's like really shitty to be honest. I mean, not, not. It's fun at first because like oh I get to be in front of camera. You know, yeah, I get you to get to meet, meet new people, yeah, famous people, and pictures. You know, I get a lot of nice pictures of myself yeah. and yeah. everything. But later on, as you progress in the industry, you know, like after a few years, you, there will be a point where you'll be like oh my god, like it's never changing. Yep. So I feel like it's, if you want to venture, just 
It's kind of weird though. I mean, when you say 200, 300, this was like two years ago when I heard from a different model who was in the commercial as well. I can't believe that this is still happening until like, after even two years later. It is. It's still wow. happening. Um, like Caucasian people, they get paid about 500, 600. Their, their markup level is like really, really yeah, high. Because la. they're Caucasians. Yeah, I mean, that's true. La. Even even there was like a, a scandal going on with uh, a certain university. They were only looking for uh, Caucasian people, not Malaysian people. Yeah, and I also feel it's because they get to promote their uni in a way where like, it's oh, we have like... Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so. I mean, if you're following the Gossips uh, Network or Twitter... <laughs> so much of tea. You guys, <laughs> you guys will know what uni we are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, what do you think? Since Caucasian people are, I mean, Caucasian models are getting paid more than local models, right? What do you think from your own point of view, uh, local Malaysian models, other than just pursuing their career as a model or any doing, what other um, direction should they go in terms of making mm-hmm. money or the career? Anything besides OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not true, you know. Some OnlyFans people I've seen, right? They bought a freaking house. Oh. Yeah, bro, but have you seen the content of OnlyFans? Yeah, have you? Okay, here's the thing. I, I don't know. Twitter is like the best friend for me to snop up any shit, right? right? I know. I've seen girls selling feats. Feats. Picture of feats or whatever, like the fetish or whatever. And they're making money from it, you know? Yeah, want... and it's quite expensive because USD, guys. Yeah! A lot of my friends are on OnlyFans. Okay, guys, my friends, I'm nothing against OnlyFans, okay? Please don't hate me. I'm just saying, like, um, I'm pretty sure there's better ways out there. Like, mm, yep, yep. OnlyFans, okay, you see, OnlyFans can be about anything. It's not yep. only about what we think. Yes. I mean, it, it become that way because a lot of people are doing it, especially the, the porn stars. Like, they, they actually brought, it, brought that thing up, like, which I'm not sure why lah, but... But it's very dangerous if you think about it because nowadays there are a lot of telegram groups that are spreading yes. nudes and all. Yeah, so especially the, the recent one. B2K. B, is it B2K or C2K? Yeah. B2K. Oh, B2K, yeah. It has yeah. like 80,000 yeah, people inside. Oh, when and that thing came out, I'm like, <laughs> what is this going on? It's man? crazy. Is this, is crazy. this how we came up to that? It's like, okay. So imagine if they go on your OnlyFans and they take that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are, people are paying to see something like that and yeah. then these idiots take it and sell it for free. So you're still yeah. losing in the end of the day. So I think make something, like be different lah, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how to be different because only you would probably have some ideas but mm-hmm. be creatively different. Maybe you can explore makeup or you know, mm-hmm. you can you can just play around with different kind of stuff. Maybe video would work for you, mm-hmm. videoing YouTube. Try to venture into new stuff. That, that, that's a, a cool conversation we I had actually with my friend yesterday during our shoot. We were talking about, you know, have you heard of this phrase called jack of all trades but master of none? Um, yes, I have. Yeah, so it's basically like uh, you are expert. I mean, you know what to do, like makeup, modeling, uh, acting or whatever, right? But you're not master in certain things. So let's say if Joanna, they say, who is Joanna? The first thing that comes to mind, they don't know what it is. Like maybe for me, oh, modeling. For, for somebody, it's like acting. Oh, somebody is singing. Yeah. So that, that's why we say you are focused on different, different stuff. Yeah. But there's an argument is that when you focus on a lot of different, different stuff, you won't be a master in one. And that will, like, in a way, be very hard for you to land a job. True, right? true. But do you think that in Malaysia, it's very, very good to have different skill sets? to land more jobs. Actually, yeah, it is. Because um, if you notice, there are people who can do, they are like multi-talented, yep. I would say. You know, I, I've seen like, people are magicians, models who are magicians, models who can sing, who can dance, you know, who can, some even can do plumbing work also. <laughs> really, you know. Okay. So like, I, I feel like the, the more things you can do would actually 
benefit you in more ways lah. If, mm. if my dad always tells me something, this is um, like a conversation, I always have an argument with him. He always believes that uh, education in a way is important yes. because if, for example, I'm doing modeling now, right, he always tells me that it's not permanent. Yep. So one day, whatever I have is going to fade, <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course. Beauty is only skin deep. <laughs> the, the nature will come back to you. <laughs> yeah. So once that happens and there are a lot of new models coming in the market or everything and you can't be like this forever. So you have, you need something to lean back on, mm. which you know that will support you throughout. Okay. So it's always good to have like many different options. So if one goes off, you know that, okay, I still have this. I still have that. So I think it's really good in a way that if you know how to do a few things, it's good lah. Yeah. So uh, before we, before we end this podcast, right? I think I can suggest one way as a model if you're starting out of your newbie, right? Because this guy shared to me a long time ago, lah. He said that if let's say I'm not a model when I retired, I can be a model manager since I have a lot of contacts with a lot of people. True, that's can, what I'm I, trying to yeah, do right now. Right, right. If if you guys are like experienced model or if you just pursuing your modeling career, think about the end goal. What if because modeling is not forever unless. Uh, they suddenly create the youth serum. What's the word? The youth serum. Uh. Hashtag plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Or you become half cyborg or just become like uh, what, ages for thousands of years. Then okay lah. But if not, just prepare your end goal. Or what are you going to do for your after modeling career lah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good idea. Managing models. Yeah, because even with the models I have that come and join me, right? I have people ask me like, do you have any models with this yeah, criteria? Yeah, then you can get like certain commissions, right? Yeah. But normally I don't lah. I just give them the job. <laughs> like, you know, take it and go. Because I'm happy that people are recognizing them through me. You mm-hmm. know, the day these are my people also. Yeah. So my name kind of goes it's out. like Joanna you. Gang, yo. <laughs> Hashtag Joanna Gang. Team Joanna. <laughs> Alright, so we came to the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you for coming. Even though we delayed for like so long <laughs> I'm so sorry but never mind but never mind uh, it's been a great podcast it's, it's nice to see Joanna after like two years uh, I think the first time we met I was like way skinnier <laughs> yeah true and I I'm still I... waiting for the video oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't sent the video yet. okay okay never mind, never mind, never mind. but I remember you had blonde hair right at the time yeah and mm. I had longer hair now it? it's like just short okay and I became a bit fat <laughs> Okay. It happens, it happens. Okay. MCO at home, everyone is just eating all the time. Alright, guys. So hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, guys. And thank you for kickstarting the season two. Uh, I am honored. <laughs> and a happy New Year's, guys. Hopefully 2021 will be our year. La. Hopefully la. Any any last words you wanna say? Um, thank you for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed. This is something very easygoing. You know, yep, it's yep. like a chatting thing. It's not like an interview. So I really had fun. And don't forget to subscribe. Yay! She knows the word. <laughs> <laughs> to my darling friend. He's Woo! been doing amazing I, for a long time, ever since I knew him. Three years. <laughs> yeah. So wow, three years. Wow. It's been a long time, right? <sighs> yeah. So just don't forget to subscribe, like, share if you like this, and stay tuned for more important stuff. Yay! Alright guys, go out there, discover, connect and inspire and see you guys in the next video.